Hey, Justin here. Uh, you are now listening to part two of a split episode. If you haven't checked out part one yet, please go do so before entering into this episode. And if you already have, thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. So, all right. Now, this is a show that I'm kind of um, very interested in. Uh, I think this one, uh, whereas like most people are like very peaked on Kenobi, I'm peaked on Star Wars Acolytes. Um, so, uh, uh, Lindsay Hedlund brings a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with The Acolytes. The Acolytes is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerge dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So, this is before episode one. Um, and it kind of just brings us into Star Wars territory that's not been really explored yet. So, and plus I have, I don't know who's ahead of it. Um, all I heard that she made pretty, some pretty good material on Netflix. Um, but yeah, this is, um, probably going to be something like a mixture of like Blade Runner meets Constantine, um, as, uh, one of one of the uh, Star Wars fans I was talking to said, um, and I and I think she's right. I think that would be a kind of a cool thing to uh, um, look look into. And plus, um, the acolytes. I don't really know too much about them. I know that there that that word has been thrown around with uh, Knights of the Old Republic and the Old Republic, but I haven't played any of those games. Um, though I am planning to plan. Uh, uh, sorry. I uh, am planning to uh, play those games very soon and uh, soon and actually uh, do a live feed of that uh, in the future. But as of right now, all I know is uh, what I've been reading from uh, the last two books of Aftermath. Uh, well, actually, the first two books of Aftermath. I haven't gotten to the third one. But, um, yeah, I'm, this is, like, one that's like, okay, so... This is not riding on any of the characters from uh, previous works in Star Wars, from what I'm guessing. Uh, so it's not um, not going to be like backed up by, oh, this is Lando. We know who Lando is. Or Kenobi. Oh, this is Obi-Wan. So we, we know where this is going. But yeah, this is like, I don't know where this is going to go. And I think, I, and that's kind of why I was a little... Uh, uh, excited about the sequel trilogy is where, like, that unknown, uh, or, like, uncertainty of, like, where the story is going to go. So, and I, and I think that Acolytes will definitely bring that feeling back again, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I, mean, I feel like, I feel like it could, could be good, could be bad, I don't know, so. When I when I saw the title and even like the the image the title card that they revealed, um, and I looked up, you know, the word acolyte it it means a person assisting the celebrant in a religious service or procession, an assistant or follower. Um, hmm. This just screams dark. This is going to be dark. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, you know, a, a study in the dark side, which. I think that's fantastic. Like, and the way it's described here, 
is on the on the official website is take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. And I think if I re- I'm not mistaken, I read somewhere that this is 200 years before mm-hmm. Episode One. So it gives it establishes, like you said, it's like something that's the story itself, the characters and story are completely separate from anything that we've been exposed to. Yet it's going to be, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be a Sith based story. And Mm -hmm. this is going to be, it sounds like it's potentially going to focus on a specific character who's a, a follower of, or an assistant to, or some kind of, you know, a member of the Sith cult or the Sith whatever. Um, I don't know how much it will go into, like, are we going to get something akin to, like, you know, the rule of two and be seeing what the rule of two, how that was playing out, mm-hmm. like, during this time period or not? Um, I just know this is probably going to be, it's going to be dark. It's going gonna, it's gonna to probably be the darkest thing we've ever seen. In a Star Wars anything, mm-hmm. um, which I really like, I think that's that's very appealing. Um, how dark? I don't know, um, but yeah, I'm I'm super. Ex- the, the the potential here is is high, um, but there's also right. It's totally unknown because we're getting we're getting. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blank slate in mm-hmm. many ways. Other than the fact that it's gonna deal with the dark side and shadowy. So you know, like the idea. I'm glad that they didn't make it like so close to the prequel trilogy that we would get more Palpatine mm-hmm. and they didn't put it so far back that it would be like just totally, you know, we're in the high Republic end of that final days of the high Republic era, which is virgin story telling territory for the most part. Um, although by the time the show comes out, we will have received a lot of the high Republic material from the comics and books that have been mm-hmm. announced and delayed. Um, so it's going to be interesting, like to see the dark side of this, but I mean, who doesn't, I mean, just the, just the description, you know, shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers and the, the idea of a mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What is this going to be? I don't know, but I'm excited about that. And if we get red lightsabers, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. And, uh, okay, it looks like we're getting another thing on droids, since we already didn't have that before, but I guess this is for a younger generation, but Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, Industrial Light and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure film for Disney+. Plus. Oh, it's a film. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> For Disney Plus, a droid story is an epic journey that will introduce us to a new hero guided by R2D2 and C3PO. So this off this sounds awfully like this sounds an, a lot awfully awfully like uh, the uh, droid series like back in the eighties. I've, I've only seen a couple episodes of that. I, I don't know if. Uh, You've seen more episodes than I have, but, um, yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't find the content of that 
like strong enough for me to go back to it every time. Uh, and plus, like uh, copies of it are hard to find, anyways. But uh, anyway, um, okay. And uh, I, I don't know if R two D two and C three P are strong enough to hold a series. I mean, I guess they tried it once, but it only happened for one season. Um, and plus, a couple of the episodes that just had C three P O and R two D two in the Clone Wars were kind of deemed as probably some of the worst episodes in the Clone Wars um, by a lot of fans, and including myself, because I still will not get over the fact that we had to see R2-D2 go to a droid spot. I'm not going to let that down ever. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, again, and I'm sorry for saying this a lot, but... Um, not much is said about this except for what's on the Twitter feed, but for for all of them that have been announced, this one I probably would put on the bottom of the list of like, am I interested enough to see this? For me, it's going to be a strong maybe, <laughs> and and that and that's saying a lot for Star Wars. Well, I think I think what's interesting about this announcement is how much the emphasis here on the on the official site is on the what looks to be the exploring of new technologies it says oh, lucasfilm okay. continues so. to develop new stories the intersection of animation and visual effects offers new opportunities to explore lucasfilm animation will be teaming up with lucasfilm's visual effects team ilm industrial light and magic to develop a special star wars adventure for disney plus so that intrigues me so so th so they're like putting more uh so they're like they're putting like a lot more onto this project than say like what they did with Bad Batch or the Clone Wars. I you know, I don't know. I mean I don't I don't know what it means that they're going to intersect animation and visual effects. But yeah. that's intriguing to me. So it's they're using it as a, a, a vehicle to maybe to introduce something that we haven't seen before just purely from a visual perspective. It's not straight animation. It's not straight visual effects. Um, I'm assuming that there's no actual live action in it. Um, maybe there is. Or, or um, they probably go the Zemeckis route. I, I, I hope not. But, I, okay. I don't get the sense. I, I, part of me thinks this is a kid thing. That this is going to be more of like a kid directed towards kids or younger, a younger audience. But then mm -hmm. maybe not. Um, but this epic, this, is the ep this epic journey will introduce us to a new hero. I'm assuming a, a droid hero um, guided by legendary duo R2-D2 and C-3PO. So we don't get anything about when this takes place or what this is about, but it says Epic Journey will introduce us to a new hero. So if that hero is a droid guided by two other droids, we'll see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, R2 and 3PO, R2-D2 and C-3PO, like you've been saying, They've never really been successfully established where they can be... R2 and 3PO are complementary characters. I know that they're, mm -hmm. they're major characters, but they are not main characters. They are side characters. And they exist alongside, you know, Anakin. They exist alongside Luke. They exist alongside, you know, the other characters. Um, they exist in the story of the Skywalker saga. And to bring them out on their own... I mean, of course, like any Star Wars fan loves R2 and 3PO and mm -hmm. we're always going to be excited to see them. But 
yeah, I just don't really know what like what the story is. And is this new hero? Is this new hero a droid? Or is it a not is it a, a human character or a not a non droid character guided by R two D two and C three PO? And if so, is this something that happens during the original trilogy, sequel trilogy? I'm guessing it wouldn't be prequel trilogy necessarily. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see what this new technology is, this new visual medium they're trying to create. I'd like to see what that is. Mm-hmm. But okay. so, well, and that kind of brings another question: Are they bringing Anthony Daniels back? Because I feel like uh, Rise of Skywalker was this kind of way of saying goodbye. So I don't know if this means that 3PO could be voiced by somebody else. I mean, it, I didn't even think about that. Good question. I. I mean, I don't think I'd be totally upset if they do, though it will kind of be noticeable depending on who's doing the voice work. So, I, I don't know. The trick with... The, I don't know that they have to use Anthony Daniels, but whoever they get has to sound exactly like Anthony Daniels. <laughs> right. I mean, 3PO is 3PO. You can't... It's not like, you know, casting uh, someone as, as Han Solo when he's younger. Like, mm-hmm. 3PO's a droid. He sounds the same all the time. He's never sounded different. He doesn't age. He's not younger or older. So whoever, whoever or however they do that, it's either got to be Anthony Daniels or someone who basically does an, a perfect impression of Anthony Daniels so that we don't really get distracted by, well, that doesn't sound like 3PO. I don't think we've ever had any of the stars material without Anthony Daniels as 3PO that I can recall. I, like, not, I don't think so. I don't know. I, that I would have to uh, do a little bit more research on, but I very much think I think he's been 3PO for I feel like, like all they, these 42 years. I feel like if Anthony Daniels was going to be doing it, that they would tell us here. Right. And they didn't. And that would be like a very good sell, selling point, right. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, all right. Uh, we're, we're, we're almost getting there. Um so, okay. Um, a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker Taika Waititi is in development. Uh, get ready for an unbelievable ride. Um, yeah, I did see uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy announce this one, and there was a big giant triangle in space, or like some weird, uh, weird. Uh, no, I don't think it was a triangle. It had four sides, but it was like a weird, uh, weird-shaped thing in space. But, um, and then, like, they show like the Star Wars logo and like the big giant uh, stone Monty Python life of Brian kind of way. So I, I, I don't know. Um, as I said before, Taika Waititi is a pretty good director. Um, I really liked his uh, work in uh, Thor Ragnarok. And uh, Jojo Rabbit. And then there was uh, another one that I just recently watched with my roommate called the, I think the like Unforgettable Journey of the Wilder People or something like that. Um, which uh, had that like kid from Deadpool and Sam Neill in it. And yeah, it's a very interesting one. If you, uh, I love that movie that you're talking about. The Wilder People? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. So... But, this, uh, this, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Again, not much is given about it. 
Um, it's interesting. I, so I share your love for, I think Taika Waititi is, I mean, I've loved everything he's done. Everything I've seen that he's done, I've loved it. And I thought, and Jojo Rabbit is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's one of the best movies I've seen in, in, a, in, in a decade. It's an amazing movie. Um, and I think he's extremely talented as a director. I think he has unique talent that, can, mm-hmm. that he can bring to anything that he does. I think the, the, the two things about this announcement. Number one, there isn't even a title. There's literally nothing. The announcement is just basically Taika Waititi is doing a movie. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about it. Who knows what it's going to be? The only thing we have here on the official site is... Taika's approach to Star Wars, this is Kennedy speaking, will be fresh, unexpected, and unique. His enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that audiences are in for an unforgettable ride. So whatever this is going to be, it's not going to be like anything we've seen before. Right. And that's a, they're taking a, that's a risk. <laughs> they're um, taking a chance. And they're saying, all right, we're going to do something with someone. Now he's done Mandalorian episodes, right. which have so- been very safe. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about any of the Mandalorian episodes that he did that was uh, fresh, unexpected, or unique. Minus the beginning. It, well, kind of. Oh. But I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, was, it was, was a stat- it, it, he's functioning within the parameters of Filoni and Favreau. Mm-hmm. And this is his thing. I'm super curious as to what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to look like. I think they're, I'm excited about it, but there's... This other part of me in the back of my head that's thinking, boy, last time they did that, which I'm thinking Ryan Johnson, Last Jedi, where they took a very, very talented director who's done excellent work outside of Star Wars. Um, and I, I'm a huge Ryan Johnson fan uh, of all of his other work. Um, I have very mixed feelings about The Last Jedi, but I love Ryan Johnson as a director. This is going to either be like just a home run, like, because, and I'm, when I heard that Ryan Johnson was going to direct The Last Jedi, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is a marriage made in heaven. Ryan Johnson, the films that I'd seen him, I loved Looper. Um, I thought he was just, this guy's, he, it was sci-fi based. It was very gritty. It was a powerful story. Um, his other work was really good. I was thinking, oh man, this is going to be perfect. And it wasn't. Um, it wasn't all bad, but it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't all good, in my opinion. And I feel like this is similar. Like, on paper, this just screams, like, yes! Taika Waititi and Star Wars, yes. We'll see what happens. We'll see what we get. Uh, how, how fresh and unexpected and unique will it be without being so fresh and unexpected and unique that we go, what? I'm just trying to find the tweet that he sent, but I think he closed that one down. But um, he said, oh, awesome. I can't wait to... Usher in a slew of angry people <laughs> as I try to go outside of the loop, <laughs> or, or something like that. It was, it was def- I feel like that tweet was definitely poking the bear, though. But uh, I don't know. He- we we know so little about this. I, I'm very curious to see. It, it sounds like it's going to be. I, I don't think it's going to handle any of the existing Star Wars characters. I think it's going to be all new characters. I would that- assume. Um, and. I don't know what the timeline, you know, we don't know anything, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of potential here for something really amazing and great and unique and, and, and it could be great, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, Thor Ragnarok was a home run, absolutely, 
It so, was very unique in the Marvel universe. I think that was probably it really was a different kind of movie from all mm-hmm. the other Marvel. Yeah, and plus films. it definitely did something different for Thor. Oh uh, yeah. I, 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 like my roommate's obsessed with that character. Personally, I don't get it. I kind of see him as Superman. Like get like he's way too powerful for me to care if he does kind of get hurt. But in this film, they kind of brought him like to the. They kind of brought him to levels where it's like, oh, okay, now I kind of care about this character. That's kind of cool. Um, so, and I feel like that was like something that was like. I forgot who said it, but he said that. Um, and this is about the Last Jedi. So, if if you don't know my thoughts on that film, I thought it was okay. It's just average. I don't hate it. I don't love it. But it's just okay. I can see myself watching it over and over again. But I don't feel like, like total anger anger towards it or total. Uh, uh, admiration and love towards it either but um, there was somebody that said that um, and I, he kind of summed it up very well I forgot who it was I'd have to go back and look but he said that if you subtract any previously established characters um, even from The Force Awakens and you just had characters that were totally Ryan's this film could have worked and to an extent, I agree with them. And I think that this is something that they've kind of learned with Last Jedi. And I think that's something that Taika will probably take into consideration. That he's, And I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they do put him in the position to create his own characters. Because, well, he is good at that. So, um, so... And, 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 even if, and even if they're not... Um, even if they are pre-established characters. As he... Uh, um, did in Thor, uh, they made established characters more interesting. So, yeah, who know? Who knows? I, I'm I kind of have a, like a little bit of a pos- positive feeling about the new uh, Star Wars uh, film under his direction, um, but I, but I do understand people's uh, caution on it. All right. So, and the last but not least, we have the. Uh, Patty Jenkins' uh, uh, directed film called uh, Rogue Squadrons. So um, it's not really showing anything except for the. Uh... I grew up the daughter of a oh, here we go. And every day I would wake up and go outside and look up, and see my father and his squadron taking off and their escorts roaring across the sky, and it was the most thrilling thing still I've experienced in my entire life. So when he lost his life in service to this country, I, it ignited a desire to, in me to turn all of that tragedy and thrill into one day making the greatest fighter pilot movie of all time. But try as I might and look as I did, I couldn't find the right story ever. I kept looking and looking, but I just couldn't find the right one until now. Now I found a movie about two things I love. So I can see very soon. And that's her going uh, into an X Wing. <laughs> Hello, 
All right, so Rogue Squadrons. Um, again, not too much is known except for uh, what was just shown and what you guys just heard. Um, except for Patty Jenkins is going to be the first uh, Star Wars uh, director that is female that will be helming uh, a movie. So I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I liked what I loved Wonder Woman. I was ashamed that she didn't uh, direct. Uh, uh, Thor the Dark World, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, not, not much is super known, so, uh, what, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, what are my thoughts? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit, so, I'm going off of what they say here, I'm gonna go by what they say on this, on the, on this official website, so this oh, is, okay. the next Star Wars feature film will be Rogue Squadron. Directed by Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman franchise. Um, and it says here, um, Patty has established herself as one of the top directors working in the film industry today. And when I read that, I'm like, she has? I mean, Wonder Woman establishes you as one of the top film directors in the industry today? I think that might be a little bit of an overstatement. <laughs> right. Um, Plus, I, I still her, haven't seen... Uh... Her credentials... Um, I was, I'm looking at her filmography here to see, you know, like what she's, what she's done. Um, and we get Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. Mm -hmm. uh, Wonder Woman was, was a fine movie, but it wasn't great, in my opinion. It wasn't like anywhere near the top of my list of comic book movies. Um, and I guess I'm a little bit just concerned about... Um, and it, like it's interesting like her the only other thing showing up here in her filmography is monster from 2003 which is not a any kind of a mainstream uh theatrical release um in the sense of you know, it was acclaimed critically um but that was in 2003 and then i don't really see anything too much of note here in her filmography until 2017 wonder woman um so I'm a little bit nervous about them touting her as like, like this, you know, it's not like Scorsese is doing Star Wars or, or Spielberg's doing Star Wars or mm -hmm. even any of the other buzz directors. I mean, I'm not saying that she can't do it by any means. I'm just saying like the way that they're kind of hyping that is the fact that she's the director, which is really the biggest thing that they're making about this announcement. I'm not sure I, I feel that. Like, the fact that she's the first female director, I think that's significant. It's important. It's overdue. I mean, clearly, like, there's, there's got to be female directors <laughs> that mm -hmm. can do Star Wars movies, and it's about time they figured that out and did something with a female director. But I'm, I, I'm not going to, because I'm not going to say because she's the first female director that she's automatically got the credentials that they're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Um she doesn't, in my opinion, have those credentials. She's done really one movie, Wonder Woman, that was popular and more or less critically acclaimed as a significant movie. We haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984. I don't know how good that's going to be. Right. Um, having said that, stepping aside from that, the concept of a rogue squadron, you know, of doing a, a fighter pilot movie in the Star Wars universe, well, who doesn't want to see that? I mean, that's, of course, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean... <laughs> that's 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 probably something that most Star Wars fans have have always wanted to see, right? Is mm -hmm. 
uh, a story just based on the the life and existence of, of fighter pilots. And I think it's interesting. Like we just got the the squadrons video game, which maybe was potentially like priming the pump for us to be excited about this movie because mm-hmm. um, we got a, a storyline based game about fighter pilots. Um, and I don't know. I don't know that. I mean, this is clearly going to be original trilogy territory. I'm not sure exactly where. Um, but I think again, we're dealing with a blank slate here. We're not. I don't think we're going to get any established characters. It's going to be a standalone story mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe in the timeline that we're familiar with. And yeah, I'm excited about that. She seems to be excited about it. She's mm-hmm. passionate about it, which is important. Um, she claims to be. You know this according to her words, brings two things of, that she's passionate about together, which is great. Um, and I'm excited about it, for sure. Like, I, you know, I'm not, I don't ever really get too excited about directors. Even when I hear Taika Waititi, I'm like, okay, cool. I really like him as a director. But directors make good movies and bad movies. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't, I don't, I'm not, a, I, I, I don't know how anyone could, Again, like I don't, I don't, I just don't know that making a statement like she's established herself as one of the top directors working in the film industry today—that's a pretty strong statement to make about someone that doesn't have the extensive filmography that we would expect. Yeah, I, I feel like that's kind of like the Joss Sweden effect, like where, uh, like after Avengers, it's like, oh, now we got to put his name in everything else, um, and now, now when we say it, it's like. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, but and that, I get that, it. that's aside the point. I guess. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. There, I mean, it, it, it's it. The, the bigger story here is the first female director. Mm-hmm. I have no problem. I mean, I'm not one of those people that like poo-poo's that. Like people, say, oh well, you know. Then I think it's important. I think mm-hmm. that I think that it's just like any other issue, social issue right now. It's like it's like okay, like if there hasn't been a female director in Star Wars, why? Because there are female directors out there, and they are qualified and could direct a Star Wars film. So why hasn't that happened yet? Well, so now they're going to do it, and that's great. And I think it's important, and I'm all for it, and I'm ex- I think that's, that is valid in every conceivable way. I think they should go out there, find a female director who knows what she's doing, and have her make a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she is one of the top directors working in the film industry today. I don't know how you could say that about her right now. But... I think, like I said, I, I appreciate, I think the, from the little reel that she did there, she seems really excited about it. She's passionate about it. This is, a, you know, who doesn't want to tell a story about X-Wing pilots? I mean, mm-hmm. okay, sounds good to me, you know. And I'm, I'm, you know, who doesn't want to get, like, a bunch of really cool, you know, space chases and dogfights and, you know, I'm assuming this is going to be firmly embedded in the X-wing Tie Tie Fighter, you know, realm of things. Mm-hmm. We'll probably get new ships. I'm guessing at the same time, but probably firmly in in the in the era where we see X-wings and Tie Fighters. Um, and yeah, I mean, all kinds of potential there to. to I mean, yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's all the announcements that were given under uh, the Star Wars umbrella. Um, there has been others like the Indiana Jones, but we kind of knew that coming in Willow series, which, um, that'll be fine. 
Um, then there was like another one based on a book that I can't remember right off the top of my head. I think Children of uh, Blood and Bones, but that's going to be under 20th Century Fox or Fox Studios or something like that. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot to think about and a lot to uh, be excited for. I tell you one thing, and I was hearing, I was because one thing about this is very exciting. There's so many announcements that are most all of them are generating some measure of excitement, some mm-hmm. more than others. But we got nothing. I think the the only announcement we got that. I mean, we got the, the, I think the Obi-Wan announcement of Hayden coming back was very specific and, 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 and you could really sink your teeth into that, but we got no footage of anything. Mm-hmm. Some of the, like, the Taika Waititi film doesn't even have a title. There's so, and, and the reason that I say that I was watching Star Wars Explained, um, and they were talking about like, yeah, I mean like, and that's a disappointment, right? Like there's just so little to go on here, but all I can say is. Star Wars Celebration 2022. Oh, that's gonna. It's gonna be probably just one trailer reveal after another, or footage, Mm -hmm. or you know, I mean, by the time we get to Star Wars Celebration, there's gonna be so much, and I I would not be surprised at all if they just held everything back until the celebration, and then just flooded the the airwaves with, you know. Trailers for the shows, trailers for the movies, sizzle reels, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. title reveals. I mean, we're going to get a ton of that. And, and, and the Star Wars Celebration timeline, that is, you know, end of 2022 or summer of 2022, mm-hmm. which gives everybody enough time to, you know, hopefully we get well past the pandemic and the vaccines are all distributed widely and production mm-hmm. goes back into full swing on all these projects. Right. Um, and then we get just bombarded with all of this. Cause if I'm not mistaken, the only two things announced and I could be wrong, but the only two things that were announced that will have come out in their entirety prior to celebration would be Mandalorian season three mm-hmm. and bad batch. And Nothing else will have been released oh, on Disney Visions. Plus or in theaters. Will Visions be out before 2022? Yeah, 20, it'll, it'll be released in 2021. Okay, so we'll get that one, which is... Mm-hmm. But I feel, I feel like that's like going to be mostly like overseas projects that are being worked on right now. And plus, other countries are uh, handling the pandemic way better than us at this point. Right. Um, but, yeah... So the, so there's going to be none of these none of these announced movies and TV shows will have been on Disney Plus or in theaters at all mm-hmm. by by celebration, which will just be I mean can you ima- I can only imagine the anticipation can you imagine the anticipation for the Kenobi series panel at Star Wars Celebration oh, 2022 gosh, yes. Ewan McGregor and Anakin and Hayden being there and then getting our first glimpse. Mm-hmm. Of that, I mean, yeah, def- that's going to be that'll be, that'll definitely be the panel to um, to mostly put on like every, everybody's rosters like during the um, yep. lotteries. Yep, that and the, I think the feature film panels will be mm-hmm. huge. So. Alrighty, so that will be it for us for today. Um, so we will be returning for the last Amanda meetings, which will be next week. 
Uh, actually, this week, uh, if we're uh, talking about um, if we edit this uh, and get this episode out uh, before uh, Friday, which hopefully that will happen, um, our Mando meetings will be out. Uh, will be recorded this Friday, um, and uh, then I then we'll be returning for next year. Um, you can uh, follow us at Trench Run Report on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, pages at Trench Run Report. And you can follow us individually at, um, you can follow Aaron at Bro Russo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me at Justin Boots Gray at Boots Fet One on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Well, until then, uh, we will see you next time. May the force be with you. Always. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.